the honor of reading the scripture for you guys today. This comes from Isaiah 53. Who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He, he was crushed with our iniquities. The punishment that was brought upon us, peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of, all, of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shears in silence. So he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land and the living. For the transgression of my people, he was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Thou he had done no violence, nor was he deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And now the Lord makes his life an offering for sin. He will see his offspring and prolong his days. And will the Lord will prosper in his hand. After he has suffered, he will see the light and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he has poured out his life unto the death, and the numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many, and made inter intercessions for the transgressors. This Sunday on the second week of Advent, celebrating uh, the peace that, that he brought us. Just one of the many things that, that he brought on Christmas Day, um, but peace being one of those. And it's, it's probably my favorite week of Advent, so I'm very, I feel very lucky and blessed to be able to share um, this message. Um, I sent Josh a picture for us this morning. Oh, yeah. So one of those is a is an is an old one, and the other one is a little more recent. Um, yeah, um, I I love these photos. They're very near and dear to my heart. Um, so the picture on the right is, uh, of course, myself and my best friend James. Um, first day of third grade, I believe that's when this was. And then on the left is me and him recreating this picture on my wedding day. So we are, we are very, very close. Always have been, and, um, and I know we always will be. So uh, he, he's amazing. And so the story I have today is something that actually happened very recently. And I'm very excited to share it because it's, it's sort of ridiculous, um, but it means a lot to me, this story. Um, so every year there is a, a slew of these different Christmas holiday gifts that are very, very hard to find. They're always sold out of all the stores, and this year I was looking for one that was sold out everywhere, near impossible to find. And I'll get to what that is here in a minute, 
but if I share it too quickly, uh, you'll just shake your heads in disappointment. Um, and so this, uh, this gift, uh, again, very, very hard to find. And um, I did not need it. My wife said I could get it. So that's why I was uh, looking for it. <laughs> but I did not need it. And so the gift was a PlayStation 5. Yes. And, and, uh, and when, I, when I say I didn't need it, I did not need it. I just really wanted it. Um, and they have been sold out everywhere. I heard a rumor, though, on Twitter that Fred Myers was going to have them in stock. Um, it's actually quite crazy. There are people who have set up Twitter accounts just to give updates on where it's going to be held and what day. Um, and so I heard on Twitter that Fred Myers in the Northwest was going to have them. And so I immediately jumped on my phone. I called Wandemir Fred Meyer, and they said, oh, yeah, we're going to have about 20 of them. But there's a line of about 100 people waiting outside. I said, okay, well, uh, I guess I will not be coming there. Uh, I called Thor Fred Meyer. Um, they weren't even going to have them, actually. And so and then I thought, well, let me call Anchorage, you know, uh, back where I grew up, up in Alaska. And so I, I called uh, like six different Fred Meyers there. And I found one that was going to have about 25 of them. And so I thought, well, I'm not going to make it in time for that. But maybe I can call someone. So I called my brother. Nothing. He didn't. He he was not going to do that. He didn't love me enough. <laughs> Same story with my sister. And then I thought, well, you know what? Let me call my best bud, James. And so I called him. I told him about this. And what I said was completely joking, to be honest with you. I, I really wasn't expecting anyone to actually go stand in line for me. Um, so I, I texted him. I said, hey, you want to go stay in line for me for 10 hours at Fred Meyer and wait all night for me? Uh, I'll uh, give you some money if you buy me a PlayStation. And he says, sure. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm sort of there in shock, and I'm thinking to myself, this, this material item that really doesn't mean that much in the grand scheme of things, but he's willing to go stand out there for 10 hours throughout the night, 20 degrees, and get one. I, and so I, and I even t I tried to talk him out of it. I said, you really do not need to go and get this. He said, no, 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 I, you're my best friend. I would do anything for you. And so first of all, I mean, I, I could sit here and talk all day about how awesome James is and how much I love him to death. Um, so he goes there 10 o'clock at night. And he's, he gets there, he texts me, he's like, well, I'm number 16 in line. And so, um, but these were just rumors about how much they were going to have, right? And I do, no one really knew how much they were going to have. Most stores have had like five, six of them at a time. And so he's number 16, and I'm thinking, you know, just, just go home, buddy. You, you don't need to wait there all night. You don't even really know if you're going to get one. I would hate for this to all be for nothing. He says, no, no, I'll, I'll wait around, I'll wait around. They open at 6 a.m. tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, they wake up at you know, 10 hours from now, you will find out. Um, and so he wakes there all night. Um, in, Alaska. in Alaska, yes. Um, it, it's already been dark since from like 4 p.m. already. Um, so he's waiting there, and he texts me about 5.45 with a picture 
him holding a PlayStation. He is amazing. And so he mailed it to me, which is awesome. I love it. Um, but and, and the point of this story was, as I am waking up about every half hour to check on him, I, I'm texting him, you don't have to wait there. You just this is all going to be for nothing. And I'm starting to, to get really negative and be like, this is going to be for nothing. They're not going to have any. They're going to have the first 15, and then you're going to be the only one who, without one. And um, I said, just go home. It's, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And then when he sent me that picture, there was immediately this, this wave of relief. Um, peace, if you will. But I'll tell you something. There's the kind of relief we, we get from, from something uh, like that. Or the kind of relief we get when we, after a really long day, we just kind of fall on our bed and we, we just pass out. There's the kind of relief uh, that we get when, when we have some kind of accomplishment. And we feel kind of at peace, like, yes, all right, we got it done, we did it. But then there's a different kind of peace that I want to really talk about. And it's an eternal peace. It's a peace that was delivered to us on Christmas Day. That peace being Jesus Christ. That's a peace I would much rather have than anything else in the world. I would happily sell my PlayStation 20, 100 times, a million times over if it meant I could have the peace that Christ offers. And Isaiah tells us a little bit about this peace. He uh, foretells um, about exactly what's going to happen to Jesus Christ. He tells us all these things that he's going to go through so that we could have this peace. And so thank you, Brandon, very much for reading us that scripture. Isaiah 53. We'll walk through it step by step. Who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was physically, he was just kind of a, a normal person. It was to, to look at him, you, you know, there was no glowing light off of him. But Isaiah continues, he was despised and rejected by mankind. A man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. And what I think is one of the main key verses of this scripture. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him 
the iniquity of us all. You see, the peace that we're, we're talking about this morning, the peace uh, that was delivered to us on Christmas Day, it's eternal. It's a peace that is a direct result from freedom of sin. And like the scripture says, we're, we're like sheep. We've all gone astray. We have all sinned or, and we're all in need of saving. And so when we, we think about peace, it's this baby boy being born for a sacrifice. He was born to be sacrificed for us so that we could be saved from sin, so that we could have a relationship with God, so that we can know him intimately. There's peace in that. There's peace in knowing that we are free from sin, that we don't have to be afraid of what the devil's trying to do because we have Christ in our hearts. That's the kind of peace that we're talking about. Isaiah continues. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. And this visual really just uh, hits at my heart. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, he was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. These, these verses are, are uh, dare I say, downcast. They're, they're, they're sad uh, because we're thinking of, of this uh, man who, who was born that brought us peace. Ye yesterday, or, sorry, uh, last week. Lieutenant Bell talked to us about how he also came to deliver hope. There was hope in him, and there's also peace in him. And yet, these are the things that were happening to him. And so, uh, very quickly, jumping back to my, my uh, story about uh, James standing at Fred Meyer for me, I had gotten to that point, right, where I was saying, this could all be for nothing. It probably is for nothing. I, just give up, just go home. And yet, uh, James was, was so confident that, that he said, no, 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 it's all right. I got this. I, I'm going to get one. Have faith is what he told me. And yet, in the midst of our struggles, I wonder if any of us, maybe this morning, are saying to ourselves, or have been saying to ourselves, maybe this is all just for nothing. Maybe I should just give up. We've, we've seen plenty of people like this who just give up on Christ. Because in the moment of struggle, in the moment of hardship, it's really hard. And it's, it could be easy to get to that point where we're saying, maybe it's just not worth it anymore. But look at these things that Christ did, that he went through for us. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. I got to tell you, we tend to go looking for peace in all the wrong places. And during this season, it can especially be hard to be, uh, to look for peace 
in the right area, that area being Christ Jesus. But sometimes we go looking for peace in our finances, in our relationships, in our material things. In holiday cookies, maybe. But true peace is found in Christ, the one who was pierced for our transgressions. True peace comes from freedom of sin and knowing that. Isaiah continues in verse 10. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. The Lord makes his life an offering to sin. He was an offering, not just to, to sin, but to our sin. He will see his offspring and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong. Because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Um, last week when Lieutenant Bell was preaching about hope, there was a line that she said that really stuck out to me. And it was that even in silence, that doesn't mean God is absent. He is right here with us. And so just as those Israelites had to have hope that, that their Messiah was going to come, and he did, we also have to stay faithful to God because, and remember that he keeps his promises and that there is peace in him. The struggles that we go through, those are God's struggles too. Our struggles are his struggles. And he will bring peace if we continue to have faith in him and continue to seek him out. The problem is, and it's so sad, but we give up on Christ before the blessing happens, before it takes place. Or, like I was saying earlier, or we go looking for it in the wrong places. Christ came to deliver us peace. And if there's anything that scripture tells us, it's that Christ keeps his promises. Now, of course, Isaiah foretold this years before uh, Christ was would have been born. Even after his death, though, he is still fulfilling these promises of peace. Paul says he reminds us in Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8, who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used for his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself, and get ready, by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And doing all these things so that we 
to live in peace. God humbled himself before us that we could have peace. So this morning, um, Leslie, would you be able to play the piano? I forgot to ask you earlier, so that would be great. As some music plays for us, I have this question. Well, actually, there's two. Where are you looking for peace right now? Are you seeking out Christ in everything that you do? Or are you searching for it in all the wrong places? And then the second question is, have you gotten to that point lately where you've been wondering, is this all for nothing? Struggles are very real. As a leader in Celebrate Recovery, just to, to name a few that I've heard, we've got struggles with addictions, marriages, just struggles with family in general, struggles with grief, with COVID-19, government restrictions. Our world is not short of struggles at this point. And just as Lieutenant Bell said last week, but that does not mean that Christ is absent. He is here with us right now. And if we seek him out in all that we do, we will see those reminders from God that it was foretold that he would bring peace. And he reminds us that he does that even today. He brings us peace. My encouragement for all of us is to not give up before the blessing takes place. God is here with us. And his peace is overwhelming if we open ourselves to it. And as the piano is playing, I, I invite you to take a few moments, whether here at the altar or in your seats, take the opportunity with God because there really, there really is no excuse not to spend it with God, especially if you're in that place right now where you're saying, God, is, is this all for nothing? Where are you at, God? Listen for his voice this morning. Give yourself time to speak with him. And then we'll close together. A world that is so uh, penetrating into our lives and likes to tell us uh, what we should be doing or what we shouldn't be doing. And it, it's hard to hear. It's hard to, um, to be around chaos. But I wanted to sing that song today because the truth is he will reign forevermore. And more importantly, if we ask him, he will reign in our hearts forevermore. That's where we want Christ. And if we're seeking out his peace right now, and if we're desperately seeking out Christ right now, he will be the one to penetrate our hearts. 
place the burdens of the world that are on your shoulders right now, place those on Christ. Ask him to take those burdens. He will. The world will not have us. Christ will have our hearts. And in return, we get to experience true peace. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, God, for your endless love, your endless hope, your endless peace. You are good, Lord, and you reign forevermore. Lord, the hardship and the pain that we're enduring, may you cast that aside. If the devil is trying to creep his way inside, we ask that you expel him out of here. Lord, our focus needs to be on you. Let us focus on your will for us. We trust you, Lord, through the struggles, through the hardship. You were pierced for peace for us to let us live a life that was full of you. That's not for nothing, God. It's not all for nothing. Help us to continue to seek you out, Lord. And may your presence fill our lives at every single moment. That way it's impossible not to see you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving us. In your name we pray.